Today, we're actually monitoring the timeliness and accuracy of the data and the process. That's a change because we're now proactively identifying and addressing those incidents with problem management, identifying the root causes, and then linking our commercials to those process KPIs. Hello, and welcome to this episode on Market Trends in Application Services podcast. I am Praveen Sharma, Application Portfolio Marketer with Capgemini. I am your host for tonight. I'm speaking to Gary James. Welcome, Gary. Thanks for being with us today. Hi there. Gary, I would like you to introduce yourself to the audience. Hi there. Well, yeah, my name is Gary James. I'm Head of Solutioning and Service Innovation within Capgemini in the UK. My role is to work with our customers to identify the advantages that IT can bring with them and then to deliver them successfully. Excellent, Gary. Thanks. So, Gary, what is going to be the key trends? by 2020 in application services marketplace. Would you like to, we would like to know your thoughts on it. Yes, no problem. Uh, well, a key part of my role is to continually analyze the market for both IT and business trends and to decide how those trends can actually benefit my customers. In my view, at the moment, there's three macro trends that we should be looking at. The first one we call utility computing for all everything is a service. The second one we call IT for business. And the third is around what we call the zero defect intent. So if we look at them individually, the first one utility computing for all is driven by the changes around as a service. And what does that mean? Well, there's two things. First of all, it's the convenience of how to buy or how to use the service. And second, it's about how to change the service or the solution at speed. But it's not just specific to SaaS or PaaS. As I say, it's everything is a service. So we're seeing a lot of requirements now for applying the same thinking to legacy environments. The second trend I mentioned was IT for business, which might sound strange, but it's really very important. A lot of attention around technology is usually about the technology itself, not necessarily about the tangible outcomes. Much of traditional IT is seen as a cost, and that cost must be driven down. We're seeing now an increasing emphasis in focusing on the value that IT can deliver, and that value in tangible measures. So if I give you an example, one of our customers where we're supporting their reporting and planning process, traditionally the approach would have been to manage incidents with a commercial construct that was based on the speed of managing those incidents. Today, we're actually monitoring the timeliness and accuracy of the data and the process. That's a change because we're now proactively identifying and addressing those incidents with problem management, identifying the root causes, and then linking our commercials to those process KPIs. The third uh, trend then is around zero defect, which builds on the previous uh, customer example I gave. Appification and the consumerization of IT has really now come to the enterprise. IT should just work, you know, zero defect. It's easy to say, but the uh, the impact of this is really wide. So in summary, it's an exciting time and a dynamic market. We're seeing more business-centric requirements. We're seeing a requirement for more reliable and stable systems. We're seeing a requirement for more easy to buy and easy to change. So yeah, so three key trends there. Excellent, Gary. Thanks. So Gary, your job profile tends to interact with customers on a daily basis. So when you interact with your customers, especially CIOs and CXOs, so what are their major concerns? Can you highlight a couple of? Yeah, well, to be honest, it's quite simple. Um, The CIO role has changed recently as IT spenders seeped out into the different business departments and we've seen the increase in the the CMO or the CDO. Um, But 
As risks around things like data or security, cyber increase, the importance of the CIO is increasing again, but the role has changed. The role is now seen as an enabler or a transformer. Even so, there's a key concern that prevents them from delivering on the market trends that I've mentioned. My recent blog series about the constrained CIO provides details on these concerns, but in summary, it's fundamentally about how to deliver increased demand from change coming from the business or coming from the market within the existing landscape of constraints. Now, constraints exist across infrastructure, you know, complex application landscapes, slow to change processes, or maybe old commercial models, and they ultimately tie up resources and budgets. The concern of the new CIO is how to address these constraints and to free up time and budget resources to actually drive the transformation then or the change that the business wants. Perfect, Gary. So this brings me to uh, another question here. So what would be a suggestion um, to your customers on how they can uh, equip themselves better to overcome these, these challenges? Yeah, well, as you'd expect, we're working with many customers uh, on this subject. And what we're doing is we're helping them to define a strategy which is based on some fundamental principles that drive them towards these market trends. If I take a couple of examples, it probably uh, helps to highlight it better. So... I previously mentioned the uh, the two aspects of utility computing and how utility computing is, is a major trend in the market. And those two aspects are convenience and speed of change. We've got a great example of one of our customers who are a global SAP uh, customer, and they're running their whole application landscape, their SAP landscape, on Amazon Web Services. Now, the alignment of the application with the underlying platform simplifies their support model, making it easier to, to manage the, the environments. But also, they have the flexibility to spin up servers quickly and cheaply to support their desire to innovate. Now, the next part of their strategy is to bring other business, business units onto SAP or other applications into the cloud. Another great example is how customers are seeking to deliver value from IT whilst minimizing defects, again, the zero defect uh, intent. And that is really around how we're using automation or robotics. So in another customer, one of our global retail customers, their supply chain is monitored by a suite of robots that ensure throughput and correct errors. That delivers measurable value to the business itself, but ultimately it's out to the end user or even the customer in the store. So, you know, there's different ways to equip customers with uh, with tools and techniques. But just to reiterate, you know, it's really about having a strategy. There's considerable opportunity out there, but it's about proper structure and governance, and that will ensure success. Thanks for sharing the examples, Gary. So, Gary, what are what are the challenges you feel that the application service providers um, like us, you know, are currently facing? Yeah, well, you know, you'll probably know yourself, Praveen. Our market, like all others, is changing at a pace. Um, Absolutely. We can't stand still. We must change to stay relevant to our customers. We're really seeing three challenges that are driving our thinking about how to change. First of all, we're talking about an increase in business focus. Secondly, it's really a drive around providing insight. And then thirdly, it's about changing at pace. So what does business focus mean? Well, this is aligning to how we drive value to either the business or the end user. The increase in the use of business-centric KPIs, service levels, 
outcomes, whatever you want to call it, is really changing behavior of how we deliver services and how services get measured. Secondly, the increase to drive or to provide insight from the applications that have been supported is becoming more and more important. It's in, it's no longer sufficient to just support applications. It's essential to take the information that's in there and d- drive some value. So for example, Capgemini, we have AI-enabled tools that will analyze incidents, identify root causes, and suggest solutions. Very useful when it comes to streamlining the support, very useful when it comes to helping end users cost effectively and very efficiently. In addition, there's lots of insight that's embedded in the infrastructure or the application that's supported. And so we have tools that can look at the infrastructure and the applications and drive value around maybe cloud migrations or application consolidation. Finally, then, the final challenge is how to deliver that change, whatever it may be, at pace, but also at an enterprise level. You know, many new technologies can be demoed or piloted, but having the ability to deliver an integrated, scalable, innovative innovation process is critical. And that's something I think is challenging a lot of people. But with our AIE and our ASE, we seem to be getting there. Thanks, Gary. That's a, that's a great way to work on these challenges, isn't it? Mm. Uh, so how, how would you help your clients to um, you know, really excel, enhance and innovate their application portfolio? What would, you, what would be your suggestion on it? Yeah. So as I said, there's many constraints and challenges on, on our customers. Um, my advice to, to CIOs would really be to look at how uh, look at developing a balanced approach across those three areas that you mentioned. So in the Excel area, it's it's really about focusing on addressing the constraints across all areas of infrastructure, applications, processes, maybe third parties and commercial models. Really mm-hmm. streamlining the way that work is done, simplifying the landscape, whether it be infrastructure or applications, and really excelling at the core. The next area then, which is around the enhance, is to take the insight from the existing information that's resident in business processes, that's resident in the applications, and using that as what I would Mm -hmm. call a kind of an inside-out approach to driving change. And then the final area then aligned to innovation is to take that inspiration, maybe from new technologies that are coming out, maybe from, you know, alternative industry sectors, and really take that, apply it to your processes and and innovate to, to, to dis- disrupt your own market or create new disruptive markets. So I think the key advice is to make sure that there's an integrated and properly governed process across all areas and that value is measured from a business perspective. Thanks, Gary. Uh, this has been a great session. Thanks for sharing your thanks thoughts on the key market trends. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, Gary, I would like uh, you to share your social media handles or email address to the audience as well. Yes. Well, you'll find me on LinkedIn under the name Gary James Capgemini. Uh, you'll also find me on Twitter at, at G-A-R-J-A-M underscore A-P-P-S. That's at G-A-R-J-A-M underscore apps. And to all our listeners, just a reminder that you can subscribe to our Capgemini podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. It's available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio and other podcast applications as well. Thank you, Gary, for your time. Thank you.